in Florida Ag and Review for the week of February 27th, we had this report regarding ag labor. Well, the 2011 session was the session of immigration for our state and our neighbors, as Florida narrowly missed passing an immigration law that would have put the ag sector at great risk of not having adequate labor to perform necessary and intensive field work. But our fellow farmers in Alabama and Georgia were not so lucky. But fortunately, during this 2012 legislative session, the subject has not been widely discussed. However, it doesn't mean that the labor issue doesn't need to be addressed, with many pointing to the fact that it should be a priority on the federal level, something that USDA Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack agreed to as he gave it national attention during USDA's Ag Outlook Forum. The sad reality of today is that crops will be raised in this country this year that may not be harvested because there simply is not the workforce to get the job done. Vilsack said lawmakers need to stop avoiding dealing with the issue of immigration. There's no excuse for the effort of some seeking to demonize immigrant labor or prevent meaningful reform of a system that everyone in the Congress and in the country admits is not functioning. The country needs its elected political leaders to have the political courage to do what is right for the country and for agriculture by fixing this broken system and fixing it now. Vilsack added that the only good fix would be a comprehensive immigration reform bill, something that the ag industry has been calling on for years. And with livestock, we had Randall Wiseman with this. USDA's latest cattle on feed report showed the number of head on feed for the slaughter market in the U.S. at 11.8 million head on February 1st. That's 2% more than February 1 of last year. But placements in feedlots during this past January was only 1.85 million, down 2% from last year. And overall, the nation's feedlot operators are facing a year with more than the usual number of worries and concerns. Don Close, marketing director for the Texas Cattle Feeders Association, said they have a very long year ahead of them. We're using up equity faster than we've got it to use. So we're, we're draining our borrowing base from these feeders. Another summer of drought would be a disaster. The other one is if we were to get too much rain too quick and recharge a bunch of uh, pond water and encourage these Southern Plains guys to retain heifers, it's going to be about as bad as too dry because we're going to pull so many heifers out of the system so fast, we're going to explode the the replacement cattle market. That USDA report also showed marketing's affect cattle during January at 1.82 million head, 2% above last year. And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Greiner. Mention terrorists uh, here in America, and one thinks in terms of somebody sabotaging an airplane, blowing up a building, or mowing people down with AK-47. Well, what about somebody who purposely burns a whole fleet of big 18-wheeler semis because they haul cattle to be slaughtered? Or, to a lesser degree, sets fire to a farrowing barn that houses hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment used to feed hogs. Now, this is just two examples of destructive action that have been documented in the last few months. Does this action justify the so-called injustice of factory farming? Now, you're never going to convince everybody to become vegetarian. It's not a bad thing, but most people will never accept it. But people who commit crimes, like those I just mentioned, are nothing less than terrorists. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.